Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the FPL Fan Show. My name's Connor. My name's Callum. And this is the show for you, the fans of Fantasy Premier League. Each week, we'll be bringing you the hot topics of the week, previewing the upcoming games, and answering the questions that you, the community, want answered. So without further ado, let's discuss the hot topics for Game Week 34 Plus. Hot topics. So our first topic is, who are the three best Man United assets to own? So coming to you, who do you think the best ones going forward are? <laughs> Ice big question at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> a lot of pressure. Um, I think it's a really interesting one, the three best United assets, because I think a lot of people probably have one defender and maybe two attackers, <laughs> yep. or some people maybe just have two United um, players currently. Um, so if for me, I, I think the best value um, would be in, I think you've got to have Greenwood yeah. with the form he's in. Have and, to, have I mean, to, yeah. you know, around 4.4 million, I think he is. I mean, you can't really go wrong in that price, yeah. can you? Um, Fernandez is an absolute given. Yeah, ownership. I mean, captain option, yeah. pretty much every game, yeah. massive ownership. I think the third one is a little bit more up in the air, but for me, I, I feel quite strongly that it should be Martial. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, you get an extra point for a goal, extra point for a clean sheet. He seems to be in pretty good form. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's starting most games as well, so you know, cheaper than Rashford. So I, I, I think those three are the ones for me. Yeah. I think Martial, Greenwood, and Fernandez. Are, yeah. what, what, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think I think originally I felt that a defensive option was was the best way to go forward. But seeing the options they have going forward, I think Greenwood gives you the potential to go into the midfield with Martial and Fernandez. And uh, yeah, I think I think they're the three ones going forward. Um, so many options, so many options in there. But yeah, I, I agree with the three there for sure. Next topic is what's happening with Liverpool and what do we do with our assets? So that's quite a tricky question because mm-hmm. a lot of us own them. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think I think it is a real trick room right now. I think we all expected them after the City game to come back all guns blazing. And it just really didn't happen against Villa. I think uh, they were the better team, but... Uh, you didn't expect them to score, you know, four or five goals the way that Man City have been attacking recently. Um, I think right now defensive options are still a definite hold if you own them. And uh, I think Van Dijk for the minutes guarantee that I don't think they have any defender who's going to replace him there. I think Trent obviously is the highest ceiling of all the defenders. Bit of talk about whether he's going to get rotated, but, you know, if you own him, you definitely are going to keep Trent in there. Um, Salamani, the big discussion right now. I think personally... Uh, they are disposable. I think if you're going to be looking elsewhere, I think De Bruyne and the Man United midfielders are the go-to options right now. I think the fixtures and the form are just uh, glaring, really. Um, I think I think it's an argument to hold Salah Mane, but for me I, personally, I'm, I'm yeah, looking elsewhere. I I actually think differently. Mm-hmm. I actually think you could you can keep Mane, maybe Salah. I, I feel more strongly about Mane. I think. Manny's been really consistent all year. Um, he just he just ticks along, and I think he yes they do have some difficult fixtures, but it's still Liverpool. I mean they're not they're not going to drop off yeah. massively in my opinion. So I I can see an argument to keep Manny. I mean I understand other people going off, but I I'm I'm tempted to keep. I think in terms of assets like Trent, um, you just don't get rid. Yeah. I mean unless yeah. you're absolutely mad, you just Set you just don't get rid. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's keep Trent and. I'm potentially keep Man in your yeah. maybe disposal. I, I think I think if you if you haven't got uh, the Man United midfielders, that's your first target. But yeah, I think it's definitely an argument to to hold Man a proven asset. So our last topic of the week is about Arsenal keeping clean sheets. What is going on there? 
Honestly. It's, it's a miracle. Honestly. I don't know what Arteta's done there. <laughs> Some sort of genie magic. But, the, the, you know, three clean sheets in a row. Some decent fixtures coming up. What do you think? Do you think this is a I, long-term fix? Or? I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, no, in, in all fairness, I think... I, I was a little bit unsure about Arteta. And I still am. <laughs> truth be I'm still a little bit unsure. But you can see in the last few performances, he has completely changed that mm-hmm. team. Yeah. I think... I never really thought it was the day where Arsenal looked quite solid oh, no. defensively. Even with David Luiz at the back and all that's going on. I just... I, I think they look pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think he, he's using five at the back. And they all seem to be closing down. They all seem to be working as a team. And I think it's kind of presented us as FPL managers with a, like an issue that we haven't really ever seen. Yeah. But I think in Martinez, who's I think still 4.2, 4.3 yeah, million. Yeah, yeah, around that range. He is fantastic value. Mm-hmm. And I've got him personally. I've been really happy. Three clean sheets, as you say. I didn't think you really go wrong. They, yeah. They've got fairly okay fixtures. Yeah. And he's a pretty good set, you know, set and forget for the rest of the season. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, what, what's your thoughts on the Arsenal Yeah, I, I really do think that Martinez has come out as an option. I, I'm not sure about the, the, the news on Leno, whether mm-hmm. he's going to be at the rest of the season. But I think yeah. for the next few fixtures, Martinez has definitely cemented that position. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have been talking about Pope being their set and forget goalkeeper. But I think 0.7 million more, I do think Martinez is actually almost a better option than Pope that they've got some good fixtures coming I know Arsenal have got tricky game week 36 and 37 but I do think that uh, even with the save points alone um, outside of the goalkeeper I don't really see any other potential to defend I think Tierney's a very good player but not an FPL asset right now personally yeah. so I think uh, Martinez if you're looking for a cheap goalkeeper could be the one to finish the season with for sure I agree yeah. okay so that's the hot topics of the week covered and next we're going to be moving on to stats of the week Bacar Start of the week. Every week, our resident stat man, Bakar, the legend, will be bringing us a stat from the world of fantasy football. So, Callum, what do we have this week? Another beauty. Um, This week is in regards to Mason Greenwood, who scored two goals, obviously, against Bournemouth, but actually only had an XG of 0.12. So the big question here is, is he a lethal finisher or is he massively overperforming? What's your thoughts on that? I think this is a really interesting question. I really do, because I think you can side on both sides of the argument. Mm. My personal thinking is the kid is really talented. I think we can all see that. Um, I think the power he gets behind his shots, his movement in the box, his positioning is really, really good. That said, I think on some of the efforts, I think the goalkeepers could have done better. I agree. Um, But I think I'm more inclined to say that, yes, he's confident and he's doing well, but I I think he's good. I think he's he's got a great future. clearly a fantastic player and for FPR I definitely recommend you get him I don't think you can go wrong yeah top player top player and a top stat and uh, that was from Bakar thank you very much for that he'll be providing a stat every week for us so be sure to support his work and give him a follow absolutely so next up on the show it's question time this is the part of the show where we answer your questions first question Mohamed asks, I've got KDB and Foden. Which third city player do I get? That's, that's tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, I think, I think after seeing Man City since the restart, I think we all know that they are you know, one of the best attacking teams going forward. And I feel like almost triple up an attack is just you know, the way to go really with City. I think if you want to play safe, you go with Edison in goal, guaranteed game time. And, uh, you know, City are always good for a clean sheet, uh, especially without coming fixtures. Uh, but for me personally, I think if you've got the budget, you go to Mahrez. Um, 
got took off against Southampton, but I think you own Man City assets knowing that their game time is going to, you know, be short. Uh, but I think that FPL ceiling is so high that they're worth the punt there. So for me personally, if I had KDB and Foden, Mara would be my third pick there. Yeah, He's hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> Next question. FBL Beckham asks, do I go against everything I believe in and bring in Kane against Bournemouth, who are obviously the whipping boys right now? So, you know, does he go ahead with that? Give me a bit of a tricky question there, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's difficult this, because I think in fairness to Kane, he, he's actually done a little bit better in the last few games he's played. I think what goes against him is probably the way that Mourinho plays. Yep. And I've seen a few Tottenham fans have kind of said the same thing, I think. You know, they're not the most attack-minded. He's trying to solidify them at the back, and I think that's probably counting against Tottenham. Um, that said, I mean, the Bournemouth fixture, you, you can't really get much better, really. Yeah. And unfortunately for them, they just look dreadful at the back. So my advice would be, if you're looking for, like, a one-week punt or you need a captain for that specific week, I think I think Kane's not a bad option at all. But I think if you're looking for a striker for kind of long-term, I'm not sure I'd go there. So... Depends on your circumstances. Yeah. But I, I'm personally staying away. Yeah, really. I have to be one week punt. Good option, but otherwise, not long term. Next question. FPL Reserve asks, would you switch Mount for Foden? Hmm. What do you reckon? Yeah, that's a, that's a question that I didn't think would be like a popular one right now, but I think it is one that, with Foden being so popular, um, a pick personally that I brought in... Uh, it's one to definitely look at. I think FPL ceiling-wise, Foden gets gets the nod. I think Mount does get the minutes under Lampard, but I think if we look across the season, Mount hasn't. Early season was very, very, uh, you know, high scoring, but you know, dropped a little bit now. Become a bit more of a deeper line player under Lampard. But I think personally, if I had to uh, pick, I'll go Foden. Uh, a bit cheaper. FPL seen a lot higher and uh, the fixtures are great and I think he's going to get the game time, you know, phasing in for David Silva. I, I like that move, definitely. It's very good of you as a Chelsea fan. It's tough, going to, on. tough to say, tough to say. But I think there's better players in that Chelsea side and Foden's looking good at that price range. So that'll be my pick. I agree. FPL Goldfellas, Random Dad and FPL Greek ask, should I get rid of Rashford for Greenwood? Now, is that one that you'd be doing? Yes, you should. I think you should. I think the, the difference between the two is remarkable. Mm. I, I think Greenwood's half the price and arguably the player that's in a lot better form. Yeah. I think importantly, Sol- Solskjaer seems to be putting his faith in him. You know, he's starting. I think Dan James is going to stay on the bench. Yeah. I just think at the price and the kind of form he's in, and again, the fixtures that Man United have yeah, got, great. you can't go wrong. I mean, I mean, the other thing is the money that you can put in, into your side from doing that downgrade, <laughs> yeah, agree. Um, or even upgrade, I, I think you can get a lot from it. So yes, for me, you, you should you should do that. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree there. I think he's got that right-sided sorted, and yeah, yeah that money's just, you know, could be used elsewhere. So definitely. yeah, solid move. If you'd like to ask us a question for our next show, be sure to drop us a comment below or even ask us a question on our social media and we'll be sure to answer as many as we can. Now then, the community is what makes FBL so special. So we've decided to pick out one person on social media who we believe provides great content. It's time for our social media star. Social media star. You now reveal that our very first social media star is... FPL Swede. Uh, FPL Swede provides really useful statistics and mainly some really, really detailed Twitter threads, which I personally have benefited from a lot. So, awesome work, FPL Swede. You're our first social media star. Be sure to give them a follow. Great content. Well done, FPL Swede. So now it's time to look ahead to the week's upcoming matches. 
we're going to pick out two key matches where we think the points may come from. Mm -hmm. It's time for match previews. So, Callum, what matches catch your eye this week? Yeah, so I think I think the one for me is Man City versus Newcastle. I think De Bruyne and Foden being rested against Newcastle, Mares being brought off after 55 minutes, Sterling. I, I think there's like big potential there for FPL points. Um, I think Pep's going to be out to you know, prove a point after that loss. And for me personally, I think De Bruyne is going to be back in the points personally. Foden's going to be getting minutes. Uh, Newcastle have picked up some really good results recently, but Man City, you know, most uh, attacking potential in the league right now since the restart for me. Highest XG, uh, yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. I think it's going to be some serious points in that game. I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, personally, I'm going to be looking at Aston Villa, Man United. I mean, I think in fairness to Aston Villa, they've kind of have tightened it up at the back since <laughs> the restart. I think they have done well and perhaps been unlucky not to get a few more <laughs> points. Um, but you just can't ignore Man United at the minute. I mean, they are literally, yeah. like a, they're, they're a train, they are just not stopping. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I think the Great attacking ball. talent they've got is just unbelievable. I think, you know, Pogba and Fernandes in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in terms of FPL assets, I mean, Bruno Fernandes every week is just killing it. Yeah. Um, and I think they've got a whole heap of options that you can choose from. I think, they, you know, you must go on the treble up if you, if you want to do well in yeah. this end of season kind of curve. So, yeah, Aston Villa Man United is one to look at for me. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. So next up on the show, it is time for Correct Captain. Correct Captain. One of the most challenging aspects of FPL is picking the right captain. Mm -hmm. It's something that we all struggle with, you know, something we struggle with too. So what we thought we'd like to do is each week pick one captain, the player that we think is going to get the most points for you. So for the first week, I'm going to let you pick. Now we can't pick the same players, so, you know... Being very gracious, kind, oh, very, very gracious, kind. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, who are you going to pick? Yeah, I think we both got similar players so. on our mind, but for me personally, I've I'm going to have to go KDB. Um, I've been saying about how he's been rested against Saints. Came on, I felt tempo just picked up when he's on the pitch. Like, everyone knows he's been, you know, one of the best midfielders in the league for some time now. And for me personally, I think at home against Newcastle, uh, the stats are there. Really, I think his his minutes are going to be good. Uh, and FPL ceiling, we know set pieces, penalties right now, which is a real appeal. And uh, for me personally, he's going to get the armband and fingers crossed for that captaincy return. So, um, all about yourself? Is it who I think? Interesting. I think it might be. Interesting. Got KDB. Okay. In that case, I'm going to go for the man, the magician that is Bruno Fernandez. I mean, he has been yeah. in incredible form. Yeah, revelation. The man has more braces than a teenager. It's literally <laughs> unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I think he's just incredible because he's got so many different types of points he can yeah. get. You know, he's on set pieces. He's you know he's getting onto the box a lot. I think in the last game he had one one on one. He's literally everywhere, yeah. and he seems to just be able to last the whole game, yeah, which fitness. I find incredible. Yeah. Um, I think yes, Aston Villa have tightened up a little bit, but I just don't see them stopping no. that Man United team personally. So. For me, I think I'm going to go with Bruno Fernandes as my captain. That's a solid pick. I have to agree there as well. That's a good pick. So that draws an end to the very first episode of the FPL Fan Show. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to like and subscribe. And don't forget to hit that notification bell. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time.